We've been traveling full-time for the last three months, and we've been continuing to dial in what we pack in our kit, and we've gotten rid of a lot in the last three months. So we think it's at a point right now that we're excited to be sharing it with you. And we also got some new gear, which makes it even easier because our original suitcases and everything we had wasn't quite working out, but we have some really good solutions now. Welcome back to Finding Gina Marie. Today's episode's all about baggage. And not the emotional kind, the kind we actually travel with as full-time travelers. We're gonna show you how we put everything into our bags and how we travel with just two bags each, a carry-on and a backpack. And if you're new here to our channel, I'm Kevin. And I'm Judy. There's a lot to unpack here today, so there are links below for everything that we're traveling with. We're gonna start off by unpacking our suitcases, showing you everything that's in there and how we do it, we're going to talk about our backpacks, and we're going to tell you our favorite things about our new equipment. So to start it off, I'm going to show you my suitcase. When we first started this journey, we used our trusty old Samsonite carry-on suitcases that we had for years, and they were a little beat up. Judy's wheels were breaking on hers. So we invested in our last trip to the U.S. in these Briggs & Riley suitcases. Uh, stick around to the end. I have some really good tips on why we like them and what's so special about them. For now, I'm going to break down what's in this suitcase, and then I'll get into depth more about what's actually packed inside the packing cube that I use. Let's start off with the outside pouch. This is just our paperwork that we carry around with us, some vitals and things that we didn't want to get rid of and we certainly didn't want to not have with us. Onto the inside of the suitcase. In the top section, I just have right now a pair of heavier socks that you would use for hiking and camping. Haven't used those yet, haven't done any hiking and camping. In this other pouch, I just have some chargers or some power cords for my shaver and my trimmer and a pair of gloves, which we haven't had to use either yet. Although a couple days, I wish I had them when we were out. Into the main compartment, lovely compression straps to keep everything in. Years ago, I didn't love packing cubes. I thought Judy was wasting space in a suitcase by using them, but I've been converted. Packing cubes are wonderful, mainly because they keep us organized. And this is also another thing that's essential. Any kind of shoes or anything we take that is on the ground, we try to keep in these shoe bags. So try to keep them away from our other clothes. We don't get dirt on them. These are slippers because when we started off our trip in Italy, amazingly, it was chilly. And those floors, which really didn't have any carpeting, were cold. So. Slippers turned out to be essential. We picked those up when we were in Houston. You'll notice what stands out real big and bright is the red first aid kit. We bought that as a bright color intentionally. It has medicines in there, it has a thermometer, anything you need just for quick first aid stuff. And you can see everything fits really well in here because of the sizes we picked for packing cubes. This is a medium packing cube from Nomadic. It's also a compression packing cube, which means I can put more in here, zip it down, and get it real tight. These are my short sleeve shirts and t-shirts. And also in the case, we have a beach towel, which is microfiber. It's very large. We haven't been to a beach yet to be able to use it there, but it works great as a blanket also. And we have used that because of the aforementioned cold rooms and floors. Also a new addition to our kit that we actually bought on Amazon and had delivered to us here in Athens is a travel scale. 
If it's part of our trying to stay healthy, trying to stay fit, trying to track our eating and our stats, this has worked out really nice. It fits right in between two very soft packs, so it's well protected in the suitcase. And because I used to work at Apple, I have Apple gear. This is a nice little case we also bought in Houston that worked out well to fit our Apple TV. Sometimes when you just want to relax at night, you want to watch some TV, watch some movies. This has access to all our content that we have on Apple and fits really nice in the suitcase. I know there's smaller things you can get, but we're kind of an Apple TV ecosystem family, so everything's here. Now this may look strange. This is a little hard case. And because I do a YouTube whiskey channel, this is actually just a glass that I use for my recordings, gold Glencairn glass. And because it's glass and breakable, this nomadic case actually works out well to store it. So well protected, safe and sound. Another item I picked up when we were traveling in Houston was the nomadic toiletry case. I wasn't a huge fan of needing anything like this until I started to try to find a spot in the smaller bathrooms. And this actually hangs up and works really well when you don't have a lot of space. So I can open it up. It's got a strap, hang all my bathroom essentials and no problem. What we have had to use are umbrellas. <laughs> We've hit enough rain. So the umbrella fits in here snugly between two other packing cubes and stays out of the way. I have another medium packing cube from Nomadic. This one carrying my underwear and socks. Got plenty in here, probably too many, but they can press down really nice and tight and they fit. So I'm keeping them all until I can't. The next packing cube is a bit bigger and not compression. It's just one of the ones we've had for years, but this holds my extra pair of pants. I wear a pair of jeans when I'm traveling and I have a pair of slacks in here and all my long sleeve shirts that I probably have too many of also, but again, it fits, so I'm keeping it. And the only thing left is a pair of trimmers in case I now somewhere where I can't get haircuts, I just do my own haircuts. And that's everything in my suitcase. All right, let's go through and break down actually what's in my packing cubes. First of all, let's look at this blanket, which is massive and probably too big to show on camera, but there we go. Works great. Nice and soft. Can't wait to hit a beach. You know me, I'm always tanning. So next, let's take a look at my one of my nomadic medium-sized packs. This one is like set a compression pack, so I can unzip it and get more in here if I need to. I actually didn't have to compress this one too much, even though it seems like I probably had packed too many clothes. But you know, we're going to a lot of different places. We're not just hanging out on beaches. We're not just going to warm weather places. So we like to have a variety of clothes. In this particular one, I have a series of t-shirts that are great for sometimes just nighttime hanging around or sleeping in. Sometimes it's warm outside. So I've got about four of those in here. I've got some button down shirts that are short sleeve and I do like to roll my shirts. I know it's a big debate out there to roll or not to roll but I think it just makes it easier to grab the different shirts. I don't have to pile through a layer of many shirts to get to the one I want. I can pretty much look through this case and see, oh yeah, here's a shirt I want. There's another short sleeve one here. So for me, rolling works now onto long sleeve shirts and pants. Now you may have noticed that I didn't talk about a lot of pairs of pants. This is not a compression cube, 
but I do need to get another pair of pants. Judy has told me you don't have a backup pair of pants. You've got a pair of jeans and you've got a pair of slacks and that's it. She's right. We're going to look around and figure out what's the next type of pants I need to get, but I didn't want another heavy pair of jeans with me. I did carry one around for a little bit of our time and I'm disposing of them because they're just really bulky and heavy and I'd rather have lighter slacks. In here, again, rolled shirts. I've got right on top here, one, two, three, four, five dress shirts all rolled up. I take those out of the way. Now I have my slacks that are lighter and really comfortable. A little dressier in case we're going out to dinner someplace. It's nice to have. And then underneath those, I have three pairs of shorts. Shorts again, rolled up. These are nice and light shorts. They're uh, comfortable, they're expandable, <laughs> in case I'm dining out too much. And I have a pair of swim trunks, also rolled up nicely, and a pair of night shorts. These shorts are also quick drying because not every place we go has a dryer. In fact, we only had one place that's had a dryer so far, so we have to hang stuff. Everything we have needs to spend time drying, which sometimes means you have half your clothes sitting on drying racks for a day or two days in parts of Italy that took a while to dry and having backup clothes is really nice. Next is another nomadic medium size patent cube. This one is compressed because I probably have more socks and underwear than I actually need. In here, I have underwear and socks separated side by side so I can get at things quickly. I have some of these shorter socks that are great for warmer weather when I'm wearing shorts. In casual socks, I have about 10 pairs of those. I got a lot of underwear. <laughs> which is a reason to get compression cubes sometimes because now that I have these in here, they get a lot smaller. And as far as shoes, I have a pair of Saucony walking shoes that have been really great. They've kind of carried me everywhere overall. The cobblestone on my feet have not hurt. So I love these shoes. I wear those all the time when we're out and about or traveling, so I don't need to pack them. Let me grab my backpack and I'll show you what's in there. Before I start talking about my backpack, I want to mention that we do have a scale that we take along with us. It straps onto your luggage and actually reports in both kilograms and pounds so you can check against whatever regulations they have. And we use this all the time to make sure that we've leveled out our bags or we know that if they're going to weigh a carry-on bag, if we're going to be in trouble. On the backpack, this is a nomadic 20 liter travel pack. And right now it's full of everything except the camera that I'm using to record this and the tripod, but they do fit in here. I'll give you a look inside. First, uh, it has two side pockets, which are really lovely. They are magnetic, so when you're not using them, they stay closed, they stay out of the way. Handles on all sides, so you can grab the thing. Here's that water bottle out that slaps together. One of the other nice things about this travel pack is it's a 20 liter, but it also is expandable. So I can unzip the side, Unzip it all the way around, actually. It gives you a whole other compartment if you want to store clothes in there. So essentially, I could use this for maybe three of my packs that would normally go in my suitcase if I really need to go with just a backpack. When it's fully expanded, it's actually 30 liters. The straps are really nice. They're very sturdy. This back panel actually works as a pass-through for a suitcase so I can lay it outside and not have to have anything on my back when we're running through the airports. The top handle is really sturdy, so I can grab that quickly. Let's take a look at the front. Front pack. Storage compartment actually zips all the way down, 
so you can flip it open, get access to things real easy. Got extra masks in here. Got my power supply for my computer and a little extra power supply for watches and phones. Lots of cables in these little pockets. Pockets are great. There's plenty of them in here. And there's one special pocket that's RFID safe. And that's the one that we store our passports in. There's also a little pockets up here for storing bits and bobbles like pens and everything else. There's stuff all over this backpack and I try not to hide too many things, but it's got plenty of hiding spots if I wanted to actually utilize all of them. Flipping out its front, the zipper actually allows you to unzip all the way to the bottom so that if you wanted to, you could lay it out and have your computers actually exposed. We haven't done this yet. Uh, they say it works for some TSA requirements. Haven't tried it. But in this top part, I actually have two things, an iPad and my big old 16-inch MacBook Pro and one Max. This is a heavy boy, makes this backpack a lot heavier, but really worthwhile to have because that's what I use for all my editing. All right, let's see what I got on the inside. Now, this may seem a little weird, but I have all my camera gear in here, except, except for the big camera, the Sony FX30 that I'm actually recording with. And I have a bag within a bag, and I'll explain that in a minute. First of all, we have all our little power adapters in here because these are nice for European travel. We've got a plug on the back that fits in most European countries. And on the front, we get a couple power plugs for using other kind of plugins, plus four different USB plugs that allow us to charge things. So sometimes we can be on a plane or on a train, and this is all we need to pull out and just some cables and we're all set to go. All right, in the top of the case, I actually have a Peter McKinnon Nomadic accessory kit, which basically holds everything that is not in my main camera bag. And this means it has uh, SSDs to save all our videos, back them up, cables to use for backing up. It has our boom microphone in it and our lavalier mics and also some more gear to actually attach those to a camera. Also inside here is more adapters. These are ones we use for the UK because unfortunately every country is a little different. We haven't had to use these yet, but we're heading up there soon. So we will get the big three prong, hard to pack adapters in use soon. Also in here is a handheld tripod that I use occasionally to walk and talk on a camera. And we have more cables and chargers because you can never have too many cables and chargers. The plugs are never convenient at the places we stay. There's always like one in a room, so sometimes you have to run quite a distance with everything. Okay, now the case within the case. This pneumatic sling is really handy to walk around town with because it can be grabbed quickly with this handle. The sling wraps around me pretty easily. I don't have to worry too much about uh, a big heavy case on me. And in here is quite a few little compartments and space for everything you need. Like I have two extra batteries in here for the FX30 camera. I've got extra batteries for other cameras that are in here, SD cards. I've got Insta360 camera, which we haven't used too much of. I also have a backup camera in here, which is my original ZV-1 that I used for a couple years on my Whiskey Rift channel. So that's in here in case camera one breaks, we have a backup. Also in here is space for the big camera, the FX30, and also the little mini light that I'm using. On the top, if I didn't mention, this is all our necessary quick grab gear, like if we wanna have a, a battery for our phones 
or any quick grab cables. This is usually under the seat, so I can access this little zip pocket quickly without having to pull everything out. So now let's dig into Judy's suitcase and see what she stuffs in there. So I know we'll talk about this in later detail later in the video, but I wanted to at least mention that the Briggs & Riley suitcases that we chose are not the ones uh, in their baseline model, which are made with ballistic nylon. The reason that we chose these, which are a nylon with a coated fabric on top of it, is because they're a lot lighter than the baseline version. This is the CDX model, and we're really happy with it so far. We really would have preferred not to have gotten a black bag because they're everywhere. So one of the things that we tried to do was to differentiate them. And the Briggs & Riley, the CDX only come in black and the green that Kevin has. So I have a Waterfeld leather strap cover to distinguish it and then a red TSA lock. I don't actually have anything in this pouch, but it's nice for shoving a jacket in or something like that. So this suitcase actually has a part that folds out and it's got a nice storage pocket, but I don't have anything in there. What I have in the small pocket is some pens and that I keep in a zippered compartment because a couple of them tend to leak. And I also use fountain pens, so I have some extra ink and I don't want that to spill everywhere and make a mess. I also have a journal. And then because we do a lot of cooking on our travels, I have a vegetable peeler and also a cheese grater. And that's because the first place that we were in in Italy did not have a cheese grater and Kevin had to shred it with a knife and nobody has time for that. So the only thing that I have in this little small compartment is a strap that we'll talk about later. And then on to the big daddy. So in this compartment, I have an apron that I keep in a plastic bag anytime it's not clean, uh, just because we have such a limited amount of clothes that it's important to me to be able to cook and not have to worry about getting grease splatters on the few clothes we are taking with us. I also have a pair of gloves and a mask. In this compartment, I have some compression socks that I use for planes, and then I also have few pack towels. The first one is a small little bag that is for a washcloth. A lot of the Airbnbs that we go to don't have anything like this, but it's really small, dries very quickly. It's very convenient and it comes with its own pouch. This is a convenient size if we need to use it as a dish towel. And then these are actual shower towels and we each have one. My bag has a lot more stuff in it than Kevin's does, so I really am appreciating the compression part of this suitcase. So I have a laundry bag, I have something for my slippers, I have a big bag that has all of my shirts, so short sleeve and long sleeve are all together. This is an AER toiletry bag. We'll talk about this more when we get to my backpack but the case I'm repurposing is from a gravel blanket and I'm putting my round brush in here just to be able to keep it safe from everything else that's in my pack. Outside of this one bag that had my shirts in it, all of my other bags are compression bags. So this is the bag that has my socks and underwear and also an extra bra. This bag holds my long pants this pack holds some casual shoes that I would wear, maybe to go out to dinner or something like that. And I have a bag for sandals. And outside of the sneakers that I wear every day, those are the only 
shoes that I take with me. This is a multi-purpose bag and I use it for a scarf and a sweater and a bathing suit and a cover up. I also have a curling iron and I, I carry this because I can let my hair dry naturally if I don't have a hair dryer in one of our Airbnbs but it's great because it's multi-voltage, so it works everywhere. I don't have to worry about blowing a fuse. And here we have shorts and skirts and warm weather gear. And it's 2023, January, of course. Um, I also have a food scale, a year of health for us, it was also something that we bought while we were in Athens using Amazon Germany. And I also have a spare pair of glasses. And that's everything that I have in my suitcase. So we'll start with shoes first. Up until recently, I thought I needed to have somewhat stylish shoes when I was out and about. I never wore high heels when I was traveling, but I never wore comfortable enough shoes. And so when we were in Portugal earlier this year, last year, 2022, I made the switch to bringing trail shoes with me and it has been a game changer. I have a pair of black lambs, so they don't show a lot of dirt and they have a nice wide toe box. They make it so much more comfortable to wear for 12 hours without my feet being sore at the end of the day. And they have nice traction on the bottom, which has been invaluable for whenever we are having to walk on cobblestones or uneven rocks. I feel like I have so much more uh, support than I would with regular shoes. So the next shoes that I have are some Taos and these are sandals and they're very comfortable. They're nice and grippy. They're uh, great for when we're in warm weather climates, but so far we haven't needed them. And then it's no surprise that for casual shoes, I have some Rothy's. Now they're in Marigold because they go with everything, but really I'm only wearing them to my mother's house when we were there and we wanted to dress up and just be a little bit nicer than wearing sneakers. But I do not wear these around if I'm doing any kind of walking at all. This would be going out to dinner and like around the corner. And these are just cheap, cheap, cheap slippers that we bought in Houston and they're just cozy, comfortable. They've got some grips on them. These are actually even men's, but it's what we could find. And so uh, it's great to kind of keep your feet warm and clean when you're in Airbnbs. So this is the bag that I was talking about that has a little bit of everything in it. I have a Lululemon uh, sweater, which is Athleta, <laughs> Athleta, not actually Lululemon after all, but um, it's super warm, but not too warm. It's a lighter than my puffy, but it's also really convenient if I don't want the weight and bulk of something heavy. I also have a scarf, which is great on cold weather, days, but I have also wrapped it around myself when we went to Miriora and we needed to be in monasteries and have long skirts. And since I don't have any long, long skirts with me, this doubled and worked out great. And then I have a cover up and a bathing suit. And then these are pants. I have two pairs of pants besides the ones that I'm wearing. I have a pair of jeans and then also a pair of dressier black pants. And on to my shorts. And this is going to be something that I'm going to change out. I have two pairs of casual shorts that I can wear under a skirt if I need to. I can also exercise in them. I can sleep in them. So they're multi-purpose. Uh, again, I think one is Athleta, one is Lululemon. I have two pairs of shorts. One is a denim pair and another one is just a 
cloth and I have two skirts. One is beige that goes with everything and the other is a black denim and skirt. And as Kevin mentioned in his portion, I really don't love denim because it's heavy, it's hard to dry, but I couldn't find anything to work for me and I inadvertently threw away or donated uh, the pair that I meant to bring with me. So when we're in a warm weather climate, I may swap out a pair for something lighter. And in here I have a bra and four pairs of socks, darn tufts I think I mentioned, and I have about 12 pairs of underwear. So uh, very convenient, but we try to wash, do laundry once a week. So really we only need seven, but it gives us a few spare pairs if necessary. And then this is shirts and I have both long sleeve and short sleeve all mixed together. And so I have six long sleeve shirts and then I have five uh, short sleeve shirts. And two of those short sleeve shirts are also ones that could double as exercise wear and also I can sleep in them if I want to. And I think two of these shirts actually are three quarter length sleeves so they're not super heavy. And I have an air toiletry bag and I'm gonna link to a video that has all of the features of this bag because I was super impressed with everything it has in it. I don't really have anything in this pouch. This actually holds toothbrush to stand up to dry. It holds two of them, but we actually have something from Humankind that I'll show you in a second. And just like Kevin's, mine has a hanger so that you can hang it on a rod or a clip somewhere. We also have some Humankind deodorant, which is really nice because it is um, low packaging and you can just swap out the deodorant itself. And we have Humankind bamboo toothbrushes and holder from Humankind as well. And that's super convenient. I have just a regular razor. I don't even know who makes it, but it's got a Steripod clip on to protect the razor part. I have a mirror. I'm old and so it's helpful when I'm putting on makeup. Dental floss. I have a measuring tape, which we use for all kinds of things and a bunch of hair clips. I do do my nails on the road. So I have some wipes and that's it for my toiletry bag. Let me show you my backpack next. So I'm really happy with my PackSafe backpack. And I think I've mentioned it in one of the other videos that one of the reasons that I like it so much is it has a bunch of security features. The zipper pulls are, have a, have a little uh, protection behind them. So somebody can't just open up your zipper without knowing the trick of getting in and out. But it also has a snap at the top that just kind of holds your handles separately. The clip looks unassuming, so I feel like people don't necessarily think, oh, you're hoarding valuables in here, but it has just a little hook that you can separate and then your zipper pulls snap together. So it just kind of makes it a little bit more complicated for somebody to have access to it. And then on the back, there is this other cool feature. It has just a little twist and then you can separate the strap which allows you to attach it to something. So let's say a chair or something so that somebody can't just pull your backpack and leave. And the straps are comfortable and they're padded and they have reinforced steel inside, which means that somebody can't just cut your straps and steal your backpack that way. So I carry my umbrella in one of the pouches and my other one is a water bottle. And this is just one I got from the airport, but I really like it. So let's see what's in my front little pouch here. I have a battery as well for my phone. 
and I have a small little hairbrush that I use with wet hair. I have a nail file that's got a protective case with it and some hand sanitizer that's antiseptic and that's a spray which is really convenient. Got a couple of pens, some hand gel, Apple AirPods which we both really like. Kevin has a pair as well. You can tune out the noise of the plane and it's very convenient. We have another hand sanitizer, a mirror, and then these two, which we've talked about in a previous video, uh, bee nesting, and they're bags that we use to, when we go to the grocery store, they come in two sizes. This is the big size. And it's just very convenient to be able to take our groceries. If we were at the beach, we could be putting things in there as well very convenient and it feels more economical than requesting bags. I also have a pair of scissors and even though they look like they would be dull kitty scissors, they're actually quite sharp and there are all kinds of things that you would need like to take off tags or something like that. They're small. As long as the scissor part itself is under three inches, you shouldn't have any problem with TSA with this. And that's it for my front pocket. Before I show you the inside, let me show you the back and point out the fact that this has a luggage handle pass-through so that I can put it on my luggage and not have to carry it on my back the entire time that we're traveling. So the opening of this backpack has a hinge, so it allows you to just really put a bunch of things in it. Um, the first thing that I have is a gravel bag, and as I mentioned earlier, the this also has a bag that goes over it that I'm using for my hairbrush, but it's a great bag. It has a velour side that you could use as a pillow, but then when you open it up, it's designed to be a travel blanket for on a plane. It has a nice little pouch so that you can store things. It snaps around your neck so you can keep it handy. It also has a toe box so that you can put your feet inside and keep them cozy warm. It's, it's a great overall blanket for any purpose. When we first started traveling, we were using just a Ziploc bags, and these are actually TSA approved, and they hold a lot. And I also wanna point out that these containers are designed to be able to have a clip that keeps them a little bit more protected so that the lid doesn't easily open. And then it's got a snap, and then a special thing inside so that when you squirt, you're only getting a little bit out at a time. And I really like these. And one of the things that I like best is that these are actually 3.4 ounces and not just three ounces. When we first started traveling, we did not carry liquids. We carried bar soap for our shampoo and conditioner and also for a body wash. But we found that the shampoo and conditioner were just too heavy. It felt like we were washing our hair with wax. Because I have thinning hair, I have Virtue shampoo and conditioner that I really, really like. So it was worth it for us to pack them into containers in order to be able to travel with them. So I've got various lotions and potions, volumizers, and I also have a cotton pad. I don't know, it's a brilliant makeup remover and all you have to do is rinse it and it takes off makeup without having to use makeup remover and that's really convenient. I also have uh, nail polish and I don't get my nails done anymore. It's too difficult, but I do indulge in some of that. So the next thing that I have here is a matador case and I have some corded earplugs. So when you're on a plane and you're wanting to listen to 
uh, the movies and whatever, I can just plug these in. And I have three or four pairs of these. I have a 13 inch MacBook and that's just fine for me. Kevin does all of the editing, so he has something bigger, but I just use mine for everything else. I also have a PackSafe purse. I like this purse because it folds up pretty small. I can fit it where I need it, but if I want to be traveling, it's large enough that it can hold a bottle of water, a small bottle of water pretty conveniently. And it has a zipper pouch here, which also has the same kind of locking mechanism as the backpack does. And I have a pen and paper in here. This is where I keep my uh, fountain pen. There's an RFID section and I keep my wallet. It's very convenient. I don't really keep it stocked with anything while I'm traveling. I'm primarily spending all of my time in here. So I also have, and it is not makeup, but it is a outlet and a charger for my computer. This, this whole bag contains the cords and everything I need to keep that up and running. And then all of the things that when we first get started in a new Airbnb, uh, I have my own set of chargers that I keep beside the bed, but also like to charge my watch and my phone and whatever else that I might need. So I replaced my makeup bag with a smaller bag in Athens. And I did that because there's a limit to how much this 17 liter backpack can hold. And I've really just needed to downsize and downsize and downsize over the last few months in order to make everything fit conveniently. So right now I just have a foundation, a mascara, eyelash curler, eyeshadow, some brushes, and a blush, not very much at all, and some lipstick. So the last thing that I have in here is a jewelry case. And this is something that I've also downsized since we've been traveling. My daughter has the rest of my jewelry, but I find that I don't really dress up as much as I used to. And so I really don't need an awful lot. So this is probably more than I need to carry, but some of it is very special to me. So that's everything that I carry in my backpack. Kevin tends to unpack some of his long sleeve shirts and put them in a wardrobe if the Airbnbs that we're in have them. But for me, I actually live out of my cases. So for the most part, all of my clothes are stay rolled the entire time that we're traveling and I just take out what I need. And if I am able to rewear something, I just roll it right back up and put it in the pouch. So one thing we didn't talk about is jackets. Judy mentioned her puppy jacket. There it is, all the way from Australia. Which I really like because it compresses very easily so it doesn't take up a lot of space and it's not very heavy. And it has a hood. So when it's raining out, my head gets wet, hers stays dry, even if we don't have our umbrellas. And it has been raining the last few days in Athens, so I've been really grateful for it. And my jacket wasn't the one I was planning to bring on this trip. It's actually just a, a bike jacket which is nice because there's some insulation here against the wind, but it's really not the heavy jacket that I had. It was going to do all the cool things, which also had a hood built into the collar. A perfect jacket for this trip that's in storage in San Francisco. This is at least waterproof, and we've talked about getting another jacket for Kevin and just holding this one aside, but... We're getting into the warmer season, so it wasn't like right now. We'll do it when it starts to get colder. But I do have one little accessory that I use all the time, which is my scarf from Ireland. And that's been a lifesaver because if my 
chest gets cold, that's when I'm cold all over. So having this little thing, even under a bike jacket, is just perfect for me. So we spent a long time looking at suitcases when we saw Judy's wheels just breaking down on her old Samsonite. We said, all right, we'll find something and we're going back to the US. We'll have to travel to Houston. We'll send something to our daughter and she'll just hold on to it until we get there. Right, it was December and that wasn't the ideal time to be looking for luggage because everything that we had in mind was out of stock. Yeah. So we were deciding between Travel Pro and the Briggs & Riley. We looked at so many different kinds of suitcases. I know it was really popular away and the Monos bag as well, but we really are soft-sided people versus hard side. And we like the fact that there's just a lid that allows us to put it on a luggage stand if we need it, need to, and be able to just look at what's in there and not have to split everything up. If it had to be opened as a clamshell, we wouldn't be able to walk over it, which no. we've had to it sometimes. But there are a lot of things we like about this Briggs & Riley. This suitcase, it's a little more expensive and it, we had to really think about the fact that we're buying expensive suitcases, but we figured we're gonna be traveling a lot. And one of the biggest problems we had with our Samsonite was the depth of it. So when you start packing it full, this outer case just got really big. Right. Trying to put it in overhead, <laughs> it just wouldn't do. Right, and I think because just shopping for luggage is challenging, we thought we'd just take a few minutes just to walk through some of the features that were deal makers for us. So one of the nice things that they add with this suitcase is this extra strap. And this strap at first confused me. I had to look at it a couple times, but basically it extends out like that and you strap it around another suitcase. And then- Or bag, any kind of bag. Any kind of bag. And then you just flip it in their little special spot right there. And now you can wheel through the airport with an extra bag tucked on the front. And these are really well balanced suitcases. So it's not like it gets top heavy real easily. And this is, actually super convenient because there have been times where we were traveling with a bag that didn't have the pass-through yeah. so it couldn't actually fit on the handle and this is just such a convenient extra feature oh yeah now you can go to the briggs and riley website and they have all kinds of details for you regarding this bag and we've been very lucky that we've downsized a lot of our clothes and things we were carrying when we first took off to italy and we had too much and we've downsized and downsized, and now we can actually fit everything in these suitcases with them compressed. But let me uncompress it and show you how easy it is to compress it. In fact, this compression feature is one of the reasons that Kevin bought one for himself. When he saw how slim we could make mine, he decided that he wanted to buy one too. So even though he didn't need one, we went and got them both. Yeah, my suitcase wasn't new either. It was a couple of years younger than yours, but it was still showing us wear and tear so the zipper goes all the way around and that lets the suitcase expand an inch or two and you have more room to put stuff in it. You can leave it like this if you want to just go that way, but there's something else on the inside. You have the compression straps, which work really well to get your stuff in there. And the same latch that you use to hang the extra bag strap on, you can also put this into. So now this part stays out of your way and doesn't slip down inside the suitcase, which how many times I've packed a suitcase in the past and couldn't find the straps because now they were under the other bags. This is glorious. I really like that little 
fine detail. It just makes so much sense. The engineer and you just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> These little things just make me so happy. So anyway, I've got the bag unzipped. I go ahead and disconnect this. I can put these in here like this, and then I can pull it tighter with these straps. Go ahead and close the suitcase. You can see there's no problem now closing the suitcase. It's very easy to shut. And now all you have to do is find where it starts. <laughs> I think it's over here. Okay. And just press down the suitcase a little bit and just run the zipper all the way around. And now you can press it a couple inches and you can fit in every overhead that's reasonable. Yeah, and it's super convenient, especially for me because my bag has more. So I actually have to have it expanded in order to get all of my stuff to fit. But it does compress down and that's all that matters. Glorious. Glorious. Well, I hope you learned something from our video today about how we pack and some of the things that we've reduced and the way we've reduced them. If you have any questions about anything, any questions about our luggage, about our equipment, anything that we've got, please let us know in the comments below. We'd love to hear from you. And if there's anything that you see that doesn't make sense or that you think we should have in our kit that we don't, we'd love to know that as well. Yeah, feedback is always great. You've been helping us so much on our travel journey because you mentioned cities and places to go and we're listening and we're taking your advice. Please give this video a like, consider subscribing. We would love to have you be a part of our community. And check out findinggeniumary.com. We've got articles there, Judy's journal is up there, lots of good daily interest stories. And until next time. Until next time.